right, so hi everyone, and I guess welcome to Plotris. Yeah, it's a new podcast where we're going to be talking about romance novels, um, particularly historicals, just because that seems to be what we both like. I'm Lane. I'm Meg. Um, and we are friends who are super interested in romance novels. We both started recommending them to one another, and um, I think all of our other friends are tired of us trying to talk about romance novels to them. So we figured maybe we try to talk about them with some strangers on the internet. Yeah, and another reason we thought about starting the podcast is when we started talking to each other about mm -hmm. romance novels, we realized like how, I don't want to say cathartic, but how much we've been sort of keeping inside because they're seen as something that you, you're not supposed to talk about. Right, and I think one of the conversations Meg and I have had a lot, and I don't think we'll have it in this episode, but definitely in the future, is how a lot of conversations about romance novels, and particularly novels that were explicit aimed at women, the conversation really started because of Fifty Shades of Grey, and how frustrating that was yeah. as two people who like romance novels and do think there's some high quality writing, that ultimately a book that was so lacking is what really sparked the public narrative. Yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> so that that's one part of it. And then I think another part too is you have to find the right person to talk about romance novels with because yes. there is such a huge variety out there. And I think everyone has their own preferences in, yeah. in what is too much, what's not enough, mm -hmm. what they like, what they don't like. And Lane and I don't always agree on everything. Correct. But we agree on enough. We have a baseline, I think, where we know what to recommend and what not to recommend. Right, and I think we've gotten enough of a sense of each other's tastes. Mm -hmm. Like any n romance novel I read with a really strong female character who probably is self-supporting in some way based on her own initiative, I always assume Meg recommended to me whether she <laughs> did or didn't. This is true. She's like, yeah, I read that one you recommended. And I was like, oh, I didn't. Which one is that? Yeah. yeah. And and I know, for example, if there's anything about archaeology, um, especially Egypt, but any archaeology, really, Lane is going to eat it up. Yeah, I um, am a sucker for a good Victorian era, especially archaeological plot line. So, um, and, and I'm sure we'll talk about some of our favorite books and what influenced that subsequently, but we'll probably stick to true romance novels, at least for the first couple of episodes. Um, so the game plan, just so our listeners know, is that we're going to try to do uh, at least a couple of episodes a week of, of about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, each episode will cover a different book, and then that way we'll kind of give you the highlights, maybe the lowlights, any commentary on the author, or if relevant, the series as a whole. Yeah. Um, and just and sort of give you, we'll try to stay as light on the spoilers as possible. I, I don't I don't think we're trying to have an informal book club with this. We're True, yeah. yeah. So you don't have to have, in fact, we don't want you necessarily to have read the book. What we want is uh, for you to read the, or excuse me, for you to listen to this and then decide, do I, do I think it's worth reading this or not? Because there is so much out there and we talk all the time about how even within a given author's repertoire, some books can vary really mm -hmm. heavily from and, and some authors have pen names, and you can kind of tell based on the pen names, but for others, mm -hmm. one book can be this light, fluffy, sexy romp, and then the next one is angsty and celibate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, And no true. one wants that. <laughs> At least no one who listens to plot trists, hopefully. <laughs> if you're looking for um, G-rated romance novels, like yeah. you really like the ones that are just story-driven and maybe it culminates with a chaste kiss, thank you very much for listening. Um, We're probably not the podcast for you. Yeah. Um, we'll try to keep it from being too R-rated. 
um, but there might be some like cursing, and mm -hmm. we are not going to shy away from discussing the sexual elements of books. Mm -hmm. So um, just keep that in mind if you have small children in the car when you <laughs> listen to podcasts. <laughs> yes. So uh, before we start talking about how we're going to rank the books, mm -hmm. we wanted to give you an idea of what we do like. Yes. So what, what do we like? What are our deal breakers? So you can get an idea of, well, if they recommend a book, should we listen to it or not? Mm -hmm. And so um, I guess the way Meg and I found out we were both very interested in romance novels is I had recommended my favorite book series to mm -hmm. Meg, which is not a romance novel. It's the Amelia Peabody series by Elizabeth Peters. Upon finishing the first book, Meg had a thought. <laughs> yeah, I was. I read this book and I was like, well, if she likes romance novels at all, she's going to love Mr. Impossible. So this Mr. Impossible, it will be the first book that we review. It is pretty standard um, historical romance, but it takes place in Egypt with an archeologist. There's the Dahabiya. There's all sorts of things in it that, that are reflected a little bit in on the Sandbag, which mm. was the, the first book in the Amelia Peabody series. So I brought the book in because I do own it. It's one of my favorites. And I said, like, if you are not offended by romance novels, I think you would like this one. So small caveat, she did have to take it away from her daughter, who loves the cover of the man in like an open pillowy shirt. She, uh, Caroline called it what? The, the pink princess book? Yes. Yeah. The pink princess book. It is pink. I did have um, to deprive Caroline of her pink princess book. Yeah. But she mm -hmm. she she could hand, she's handled it, and in fact, it is no longer you know at home. So <laughs> she hasn't noticed. Um, but yeah, so I I read it, I loved it. Of course, my one of my favorite things about romance novels is that they can kind of be single serving books. Mm -hmm. That it's a full from beginning to end escape. I don't have to worry about there being a twist ending or something that will upset me or something I need to digest or that I want to take more time with the book. Most of the time, if I read a romance novel, I'm sitting down for three hours and knocking it out. Yeah, that's pretty similar to me. I usually finish it in max two days. Yeah. I'm not going to be spending more than three days reading a romance novel. Yeah, agreed. And so I, I read this one pretty quickly and came in and was, yes, please, more like this if you have any recommendations. And that sort of snowballed. To yeah. We probably each read two or three a week when it's we're in a... Probably. In a romance In, in a group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's how we discovered we sort of had similar taste and yes. that neither of us were offended by romance novels yes. in like a recommendation kind of way. So some of the things we both really like, um, we, Lane already said this, but we're, we're not into clean or sweet romance novels. I don't want to just learn about someone's developing relationship and at the end, little kiss, we're done. Like mm -hmm. that's, no, we're, we're, we're looking for... You know, I would say minimum three sex scenes. Yeah, or yeah. sexy scenes. Sex, sexy scenes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also both like it when the conflict does not come from within the relationship. So yes. we're not looking for a relationship that, you know, it, opposites attract and they're just, you know, rubbing each other the wrong way all the time. They can be angry at each other for valid reason, and I yes. am fine with, like, hate sex or conflict if that's organically driven in the narrative, yeah. but it can't be manufactured. And if that is the only conflict in the book, it's it's pretty, especially for me, it's mm. really difficult for me to, to get behind that. Yeah. Um, I especially hate books where there's some kind of misunderstanding that could be completely figured out if they just had one conversation with each other. I cannot stand those books. Yeah, and, and my biggest pet peeve in romance novels is any sort of sexual violence. Mm. 
Um, I have no interest in like the high angst brought about by either the hero attempting anything with the heroine that mm -hmm. could be viewed as aggressive mm -hmm. and unreciprocated. And even if, you know, the, the main struggle of the heroine is that she was a victim of sexual violence. I just, like, I get that it's some people's fantasy and or it's something that some people like seeing humanized in romance novels, but for me, there's too much out there that's good that doesn't resort to using I'm damaged because of this trauma mm -hmm. as, a, as a trope that I prefer to steer clear of anything containing that kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I think I can compartmentalize a little bit more mm. with that. If it's not the main part of the book, then I can, I can usually put that aside. So if someone's backstory um, involves abuse, um, sexual violence, that kind of thing, I I'm, I'm, can handle it. I don't want to read it on the page. So it's not something that I'm looking for right. in a novel, and it's not something that I'm, that I'm think adds to a story at all. But it's like the one you recommended to me with Winter, mm -hmm. where he's like a caped crusader at yes. night, which was really fun. What he's attempting to do in his like superhero life is save children who are like being sex trafficked. And there's no graphic discussion of what happens to these kids, but the fact that that even got brought up in what was otherwise a sexy scene really took me out of the moment. Because yeah. all I'm doing is thinking about these child trafficking victims, whereas I think you were more able to be like, he's a hero, this is us. This is one of my favorite books. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be talking about it. What is um, it? It is Thief of Shadows yes. by Elizabeth Hoyt. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm sure it will be another episode. So we'll talk about that. But that's that's how, my threshold is really low. Yeah. is my point. The other thing that I think bothers me more than you, mm -hmm. I can do misunderstanding a little bit more than you can. <laughs> yes, I really hate it when you're in a character's head and they're keeping a secret from the other character mm -hmm. and the reader. I'm fine if a character has a secret from their paramour, but I don't. If I'm seeing your perspective it brings me out of the moment that you just think up to, but not the actual point of the secret. Right. So even some otherwise good books, it's something I definitely take note of yeah. and prefer it to be absent. There's some books that do it that I don't mind. It's not yeah. a deal breaker. I, I think it would depend on how it was done for yeah. me. It definitely bothers me less than it bothers you. Yeah. Uh, and then one other thing that I think I can handle a little bit more than you mm. is um, I don't mind explicitly sexist books okay I think a little bit it bothers me less I think than it bothers you um, because to me if I'm reading the book it's a historical romance mm -hmm. right um, so uh, I don't know it, I think it just bugs me less I, I am a feminist I do not like reading like this you know this is sexist this is bad but I also can handle a book where a hero has the values of his time. Right. Right. But also where the woman is, she would, today she would be considered a feminist, but in the, at the end of the story, she, there's some kind of feminist compromise. Mm -hmm. I think bothers me a little bit less than you. There's, Probably. There's a compromise. I'm also a little bothered by kids in romance novels. Yeah. Which isn't to say, I've recommended some to Meg with children in them. It's not a complete deal breaker, but especially when the children are like, precocious leading characters. Yeah. I'm just really over it. Kids are fundamentally not the sexiest topic to yeah. me, so it's already taking me out of the moment, and a lot of times they they played the same trope. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't mind kids. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because I am a mother, you know, I can, you can coexist, you can be a sexual being and also be a mother, so that it, maybe to me I'm like, well this is my life, so. Well, and it <laughs> depends, like, 
clearly the one with the doll eulogies. Yes. I thought the kids were funny and added something. I just finished um, Never Judge a Lady by Your Cover, mm -hmm. and I thought the daughter was really annoying. So I think it just, it depends on the book, but yeah. it is something that I'm more likely to be offended by. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of covers, so what we really like, um, any sort of them pairing up and working together. Yes. I think both of us are really, like, good dialogue and a lot of forced proximity. Good, good dialogue. Um, I really like strong characterization, just like strong characters mm -hmm. in general, both the man and the woman, but especially for the woman. Mm -hmm. I want to see someone who, who knows her own mind and who, if she compromises, there's a reason mm -hmm. to compromise. Um, what we both, I think neither of us have any problems with romance tropes. Agreed. For example, like marriage of convenience, I'm going to eat that up. I love it. Yes. Um, the, There's the, only one room at the inn. Right. Thank you. Carriages. Oh yes, carriages. Lots of that. Those are, those are thumbs up yep. for me. Um, we both do not like a, a ton of angst. Yes. If, if it's, the whole point of these for both of us, I think, is a degree of escapism. Mm -hmm. And if there's too much, you know, swooning out of distress, it takes both of us sort of out of the story. Yeah. So that's not to say there won't be some angsty recommendations because... We certainly will mm -hmm. recommend them. I, but for I guess for me, too, it depends on... I know we, I talked about this already, but the source of the angst. Yes. If the relationship itself is causing the, the people in it, the participants, angst... I'm not into that. Agreed. So, you know? um, I think both of us really like a good secondary set of characters. Yeah. Like, clearly it's a romance novel. We know the point is the two individuals, but I do like seeing at least some indication that they have a life outside of the relationship right. that they are involved in. Yeah. Um, and I, I usually think the best friend trope can actually be really fun. Uh, yeah, I like it. So, yeah. I, I know I, I gravitate toward that. In terms of quality of writing, I think we can both be a little picky. I think so, and it depends on. I think we're picky about different things, mm -hmm. you know, um, which you I think pick is funny. up on like the words authors use all the time. Yes, in a way that I am less attuned to. Yes, that that definitely is something that I'm going to notice. I'm going to see not just how it's written, but what they're writing. Uh, I, something that I do is if I like a book by one author, I will usually read their entire, you know, oeuvre. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, I will, sometimes if I read one a day and you read five books a week, you're going to catch these, these things. And I'm like, okay, like it was cute in the one, but by the third, I was like, okay, this is, this is too much. And I really didn't start paying attention to um, any individual's whole body of work until after I met me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just, I do love a series mm -hmm. and I will read all the books in a series. Well, and I think that's what I was saying is I, I haven't really spent much time delving into an author and I jumped around a lot. Even mm -hmm. when you were recommending things to me, we didn't pay attention to, is this the first book in the series? Is mm -hmm. this the fifth? So I think I did a lot of jumping around and didn't quite pay attention to which authors I liked mm -hmm, or when. Mm -hmm. And it's only really been in the last six months that I've made a concerted effort to get to know an author better. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's been a really interesting experience because even with non-romance novels, I've mm -hmm. never been very good at reading somebody's entire body okay. of work. Okay, yeah. Um, I mentioned the Amelia Peabody series yeah. already. I've never read anything else Elizabeth Peters has written outside <laughs> of that series. And it's not for lack of interest. I've heard they're fine. But yeah. it's, 
weird I'm in love with these books that's all I needed that's and all I need yeah I read other things and got distracted and somehow 17 years have gone by and I haven't read anything else yeah so but all right and so what we're going to be ranking on we're yes. going to first we're actually going to start by saying is was this a good book or was this a bad book so like do we recommend it or do we not recommend it and, and we'll be getting into a lot of different elements here the characterization mm -hmm. the plot construction the quality of the writing mm -hmm. um, this is where we'll get into did it have these plot elements that we're suckers for or are these ones that we sort of just get turned off by yeah we'll also be talking about hotness so we've already said we're, we don't want to read a novel unless it has uh, at least one sex scene more than that more than more than at least three sexy scenes yeah and hopefully they are of substantial length yes and well and we'll be letting you know like did it meet those requirements did it exceed those requirements is it still worth reading even if it didn't meet those requirements well and some of them maybe the answer will be like the sex was hot but the underlying relationship was so flawed that it yeah. was difficult to you know beat so interested in it so, so read read chapter 15 and chapter 20 <laughs> yeah so uh, we might get into you know our full assessment hotness isn't just the quality of the sex scenes but could be the contributing factors yes uh, and then finally we're going to rank it on our offensiveness scale and as we've already said we have different definitions of offensiveness and so we were we're going to explain what we mean by that yeah and it, it might vary from episode to episode I think naturally some of the historicals are going to be judged on different criteria than the modern ones yeah um, and, you know we'll, we'll account for those sorts of things and explain why as I told Meg there is one romance novel that when we review it I was so offended by the description of the wardrobes Yes, and so. I was like, well, I would wear those pants, <laughs> so sorry. Um, so that's it. I just kind of in summary, we're hoping to keep these short and sweet. I know mm -hmm. there's a lot of book review podcasts out there, but what I really wanted was with all of the romance novels out there, I wanted to listen to something that sort of gave me an idea of where to start with yeah. different authors or you know who was worth reading and getting a really quick, quick synopsis without getting into spoilers and the whole plot. Um, so our goal is to keep these bite-sized. We are on Instagram, at Plottris. That's right. Um, this podcast is available on Anchor, iTunes, and Google Play. If we're not on your favorite podcasting app, shoot us a direct message on Instagram. And if you have any suggestions for books to, books to review, I think... We're happy to take that. We've read a lot, so we're definitely going to be able to get this thing started, but we're absolutely happy if you've got a favorite or a least favorite yeah. or just want to hear us get our opinions on some popular series out there. We're definitely happy to take this in the direction that our listeners are interested in. That's right. And we might do some non-romance novel book reviews in the same way in the future. Yeah, I like to call them romance adjacent. Yeah, so we're, we're never gonna review a book that has no romantic element Correct. in it. So you will, we might talk about Crocodile on the Stambank, we might talk about um, Shards of Honor, which is one of my favorite books. Um, I like to call it gothic romance in space, one of my yes. favorites. But so there will always be a love story. Yes, and exactly. That's, that's what's going to keep the, the narrative arc of this podcast. So check us out, follow us on Instagram, uh, subscribe, rate, review, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Bye.